0: We'll
1: Gunslinger Posse whenever and wherever you are. Welcome to Walk-On Sports Bistro 1400 Pantheon Way in San Antonio. Welcome to Branded on November 1st, 2023. Three top hands and a ranch boss. He's Tom Manas the head coach and general manager of the San Antonio Gunslingers. I'm Ralph Judkins, mixing sounds and metaphors here tonight. (laughs) All right, Coach, let's go. Okay, where do you want to go? Oh,
2: let's give some love to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's give some love today to Gone Country. Um, Once again, a new one. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's the John Dutton... John Dutton? Yellowstone... Version. I think uh, it, it's beautiful. I want to thank Keith and the whole crew over there at Gone Country. Um, they're really taking special care of us. We've got some great things coming down the pipe with them. Jordan, our extraordinaire. Yeah, you check, did, out,
1: check out this, folks. What yeah, do you think? Yeah, what do you not, think? That's
2: not a bad shirt, right? Yeah. So um, Jordan's working with Gone Too Country much now. We and never know. And they're coming up with some unbelievable stuff for our, a gunslinger line of cowboy hats.
1: For the team and, no, and for, for the fans? Everybody. everybody. It's going
2: to be on their websites and it's going to be available to anyone across the country who is a fan or likes the style of the hats. Yeah, they won't even know. Them.
1: They don't even right. know where the name came from unless and and <laughs> well, well, we'll sure sure we find out. And yes. yeah, we'll make sure <laughs> Definitely we tell make sure them. Of and of course,
2: thanks again to the people at Walk Ons. So, um, once again, great. Uh, we had our tryout. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, but we all came here for dinner afterwards. They took real good care of us again. and. Uh, I, I can't tell you enough. Come down here. The food's great. The beer's cold. And the staff is super friendly. And, and they'll do anything in the world for you. It's
1: high level, time. high level of service. Well, we've got a heck of a show tonight, don't we? It's
2: a crazy show. Yeah. Uh, we're really lucky. Uh, I guess when you've been doing this long enough and you call in some favors or you just ask people for favors, they, they tend to do it. And tonight, I think uh, this kind of breaks the mold of coaches' shows by bringing in coaches from other teams. Um, Because we're a fraternity, and I've been saying that since I came back into indoor football. Uh, It's a small fraternity. We ought to all look after each other. We ought to all try to help each other in any way we can for our teams to be successful, for our leagues to be successful, and and more importantly, to help these young men continue on in their professional football career, right? So we're lucky enough we got Dave Mogensen from the Iowa Barnstormers, the, the most historic Oh yeah! Uh, program in in all of the world in indoor football. Uh, we've got Mike Davis from the Las Vegas Nighthawks, uh, who's in his second year, I believe, now, and and just you know doing a great job there. What a, these are two organizations that are first class with first class coaches. I mean they are the epitome of first class. So it, it's nice to be in their company. And then last but not least, we have the commissioner of the IFL. Uh, Todd Tryon coming on to answer questions and to to visit with us so you know what it, it's just one of those great things we're, we're real lucky to have everybody tonight and we want a hey, listen I want to say this up front if you're a Gunslinger fan if you're an IFL fan if you're from Iowa if you're from Vegas I don't care where across the country call in with questions call in and or you know uh, message in right. right message in with questions and we're going to be hitting the boards hard tonight um, we're making it all about you as the fans getting to know these great guys
1: we already have checking in uh, Texas Pete from Houston we met him last week yeah. and made a believer out of him and Susan Menace
2: uh, yeah I know her <laughs> yeah she,
1: <laughs> she like yeah. like the hat says you're looking good tonight we coach. share a bed together <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah and a name yeah yeah name. so yeah if you if you want to get in on it you go ahead and put Q if you have a question for either of our coaches or for the coach here, usually we have to chase coaches away, or you've had to chase coaches away from your coach's show. Oh, yeah. This time, we're we, we're bringing them in. Uh, better yet, though, come by in hey, person. Hey, watch this!
2: I'll, I'll bait one right now. Hey, Resignalo, <laughs> call in. <laughs> he likes he likes to jump on the coach's show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. He's a friend of mine. So it's it's. That's good.
1: Yeah, come by also if you're in the greater San Antonio area in person here to walk-ons because we have some giveaways. We're going to be running throughout the night. You get a chance to meet the coach and other key personnel that are here and other fans.
2: Yeah, we got so some guess great stuff as always.
1: Will, are we are we good for our open?
2: I think so. Yeah, all right. Uh, I mean, let's get right down to it because I know I know Dave's a busy guy right now yep. this time of year uh, as all the coaches are. But uh Let's bring Dave Mogensen on from the Iowa Barnstormers.
1: And that's what we'll do on the backside of the break here. You are watching Branded live from walk-ons in San Antonio, Texas. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back.
3: Don't get left in the dark again. John Wayne has a full warehouse of standby generators ready for immediate installation. We'll keep the lights on. We'll keep your appliances running, even if you lose power. Call or text John Wayne today and don't pay anything until October 2024.
1: Spreester, Jimenez. Casky, Ramirez. Cars ramming into DPS
4: troopers. I do the behind the kitchen door.
1: Hear about the video of your DWI arrest. Expect
5: more
0: at 10. Get out of the night beat.
6: Night on the night beat.
0: The night beat.
1: Welcome back to Branded as we welcome to the show Dave Mogeson. Dave Mogeson of the Iowa Iowa Barnstormers. Dave, I got to say, first of all, welcome to the show. It's a prestigious organization. You can't think about indoor football without thinking about the Iowa Barnstormers iconic logo. Team's been around since 95.
2: It it started everything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There There wouldn't be indoor football. If it wasn't for the Iowa Barnstorm. Not really, yeah. 2008. No, it's not really. It's AF2. the guy invented it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: 2010 yeah. AFL, 2015 IFL. Jeff Lombardi, the owner, yeah. and he brought on Moguson two years ago. And now we're bringing Coach Moguson onto the show. I guess we should shut up and let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used
4: to being on the Not saying a whole lot. So, not far from the court.
2: Yeah. That's true. That's very true. So, Dave, hey, listen, well, one of the things that we wanted to talk to you about was we want to give you an opportunity to talk about your football team this year. We want to give you an opportunity to talk about your fans in Iowa, uh, give you a, a, an opportunity to just uh, uh, kind of let us know what the Iowa Barnstormers are all about and why you're such a historic franchise. Well, I
4: think, first of all, thanks for having me on. You know, we called you to do this. So. A yes, like you know, you said, Hey, can you do this? Yes, you know, it, it, that's the kind of relationship I have with Tom to come out and, and do this right away. So, I appreciate the time to be able to talk about the barnstorming. you know, there are some people who may argue with the Sharks fans or the Rattler fans could, could have some argument, but you know, I always tell people in, in recruiting pitches if you ask 10 random people on the street or you do family feud style, name me an indoor football team, the chances are the number one answer is going to be the Isle of we can thank, thank Kurt Warner a lot for that—the uh, big, biggest success story in, in the history of, of our game. out of the Barnstormers' Iowa native, Morgan Iowa. We, we know the story, but so we can thank him for, for a lot of that notoriety. But it is without a doubt, you know, the, the biggest brand in in indoor football across the board for sure.
1: And I, I got to say this: they face the biggest, one of the biggest challenges. Des Moines, Iowa, population two hundred thousand, and it's that big of a name. In a in a town of two hundred thousand, that it is known nationwide.
2: But it is it is the team in that town. It is the focal point, right? And and that's the thing. if you haven't been there with the cowbells, let me tell you, it's it's crazy. And the guys who sit right by the bench drive you nuts while you're trying to coach and they're ringing the cowbells. And,
4: we got yeah, no. we, we have some some fans that have been fans since nineteen ninety five, still come um, to games. A, I, I wouldn't say they're the nicest to the opposing
0: team. So you know,
4: I, I wouldn't go far to say that, but they are very much into the green. Uh, they love they love the Barnstormers. They, they make sure they give hell to whoever's playing playing us that night. But we have a great group of fans. and I'm, I'm sure newer ones are, are checking in right now just to hear a little bit of tidbit about the Barnstormers and what, what, what they look like this season. But we have probably the rowdiest fans or in the discussion for the rowdiest
2: fans in the league. Oh, yeah. I, I, heard a, I heard a quote today from John Madden. Someone put it viral, and they said something about the Oakland Raiders when he was the coach, how they played dirty, and then they interviewed John Madden, who's the sweetest guy. He's like Santa Claus, right? And he goes, yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> so I kind of like the thought that, yeah, we got rowdy fans. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> you know? And I love the fact that they're proud of it too, you know? And, and it's a tough place to play football games. And that's what you want. You want tough places to play or your opponents to come in in a tough environment. And, you know, I, I think the world of Dave, I think he's one of the smartest football minds uh, I've ever been around. And, uh, you know, he, offensively, he he's just tremendous. And uh, a lot of respect for Dave. Uh, coached against him in college, coached against him, you know, uh, we coached together for a season, and then um, he helped us. In 21, win a championship in Albany. He's a great recruiter. Um, he was an integral part in that. And then to, for him to get the job in Iowa is just, you know, I, I was probably as happy as he was for him. And uh, he's got a great family. Tell us about your family real quick because, uh, you know, I love your family and I love the, there. all the kids. i
4: probably listening. I'm listening with my two younger boys. And I know my dad's listening, so. We have. Uh, I'm a. I'm a pretty lucky guy to have you know, the spouse I have and and you know, my kids. She was posted You're an awesome picture of spouse. You have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to use the pun, but I'll But it's. It's definitely my book. But.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that that that's the big part is that he's got a family that supports him, and that's a critical part about coaching is that you got to have He's a football fun. wife. you got to have the, – They, they got to be as supportive as you are involved in everything. So that's that's fantastic. So
0: um, <laughs> <Jim> Ernie, <laughs>
1: before you get started, Jim Renier <laughs> chimed in saying the Barnstormers are the only team he recognizes in the entire state of Iowa for indoor football.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jim. We actually know, we have
4: to- – <laughs> We got a whole bunch right now this year. We'll see how long the other ones last, but I'm not sure where the offices of Quad Cities are. They might technically be in Illinois. So they wouldn't count. Uh, but yeah, yeah. we got a whole bunch of people popping up in our in our state this year. So
0: yeah, I saw
4: that. it's going to be an interesting season, uh, to say the least, for sure.
2: Yeah, I I, I totally get that. So I got a couple uh, different questions for you. I'm going to ask. I'm going to also ask uh, Mike when he comes on. So I want to throw these at you real quick okay so so people kind of get an idea of how you are what's your favorite football movie of all time
4: the program to be honest the program oh, the The program. 90s, the 90s uh, college football like when i grew up i thought that's what college football was going to be like Unfortunately, i didn't go to ohio state or michigan and it wasn't like that but that was my yeah. dream uh, so the program without a doubt
2: oh i love it okay and then um a little bit more serious question and out of all the years you've been in football, what coach or what person influenced you the most in your career, either as a player or as a coach?
4: Easy, easy question. So my and, he, and unfortunately passed away in 2022 in the middle middle of our season, and I, I we were on the road and I couldn't go to the funeral. But Dean Wilson was my high school head coach at Elkhorn High School, in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. He was in the Wisconsin Coaches Hall of Fame. He was the guy that at one point. In high school, said, you know what, you probably make a pretty good coach, and I, and I didn't think, you know, you're playing, you're not thinking about coaching, and it was still years down the line when I started coaching. But uh, he was a big mentor to me, and, and even throughout all the way up through, you know, even a few years ago, just giving me ideas and stuff off. But so he, he was easily the person that that I could answer that to.
2: Wow, yeah, and it's funny how a lot of guys revert back to their high school coaches. That's that's the, those jobs. These high school coaches all across the country, and here in Texas, we recognize them every week, and their programs, what a thankless kind of, you know, you're in this certain level, you're not making gazillion dollars, but you're influencing so many lives, right? And, and it's great to hear that. Um, and again, I'm sorry we lost them, you know, uh, that's a shame, but um, that's good to hear. All right, now, here's the money question. All right, because you know great I gotta top. give you a money question. All right, what is your projected record for 2024?
4: <laughs> How many games are we playing? 16 games this year. Uh, 16,
2: 16 and 0. There you go. What did I tell you,
4: <laughs> great coaches
2: are always gonna say that.
4: Any other answer? I mean, that's what we're shooting for, right? I don't go into a that's game it. trying to lose. Uh, so, right. definitely. We're shooting to go 16-0. and 0. That's our goal. We don't in the game. So anything less at this point would already be defeated attitude.
2: No, I'll tell you what. I love that answer.
1: Texas Pete out of Houston chiming in saying, and they have the coolest helmets in the league.
2: They do have cool They helmets. really are. <laughs> they, re- they really, really are. How old are those helmet designs, though? Since 95? They're the original. They, they are yeah.
4: just, yeah. the original. They, we haven't changed the jersey or the helmets. You know, a tweak here or there, but the same... It's been the same thing since 1995, and I I, I couldn't answer the question if you came up with it. I'm sure, you know, Julie Pettit, our GM, could probably answer that if I called her. But it's it's been the same. So you know, a lot of teams go through rebrands and change their yeah. logo and change their mascot. Ours has been the same since we
1: got here in '95, and, and people
4: love well,
2: that's it. That's how dynasties are, right?
1: Yeah, it def- definitely it's it, you couldn't change it now if you wanted to, because
7: oh, would, you know, they'd, they'd, they'd people would be coming literally oh.
1: storming they'd hang Dave. the barn and the well. Yes, yes. <laughs> some part would be my fault, too. Be, <laughs> <right? They'd> be, <laughs> exactly. well, isn't, isn't it always? But I, I got to say that the fans have a real positive attitude, because last year I saw a shirt that said, at least our field looks great. <laughs> yeah, saying? it was a they, great shirt. Here's, here's the
4: funny part about that, because we took some flack for that. Uh, you know, when I told people, they thought I had no idea what was coming. And I said, hey, Julie brought that. Our, our general manager, Julie Pettit, who's worked for the Barnsars forever. Her dad, John Pettit, who, who we lost yeah. during COVID, yeah. was, was the president and GM for years here. Great instrumental against Jeff Lamberti and bringing the team back to <laughs> Des Moines. But we, we talked about that. She said, hey, what do you think about this? You know, we had a tough season. We had a ton of injuries. We weren't winning the games. We should have won. And I said, hey. That might help us sell some extra t shirts. We're certainly not just gonna buy a t shirt because of what we're putting in the field. So uh, we worked in unison together on that and it, it was a great shirt and we we sold the crap out of those. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great it's a great shirt. And our you know, field does look great. It's brand new last year.
2: Right. He uh okay, so Dave and I will talk. We were in different leagues last year and we would talk all the time. We'll talk a lot this year too, but we talk and it's more, Hey, how you doing? How's everybody? How's the family? How's the team, blah, blah, blah. And you know, normal stuff, just checking in. And I remember, I don't know when it was, it may have been three, four or five games in. I said, how's it going? He goes, Tom, I've lost like, how many starters did you lose to injury? 11,
4: 11.
2: Have you ever it's heard wild. that? No. I mean, that is the curse of the mm, right on top of your head, Nine. 11 starters. And then, then they go, Make sure you win a bunch of games now, okay? You know? <laughs> so, it's like I'm trying to just, you know, I couldn't even fathom losing 11 players. Starters. Yeah. What? Your quarterback went out what? The first game?
4: Sixth second. play of the second game after he passed for 220 yards and ran for 90 against and Vegas. This kid is
2: a, <laughs> I mean, he is incredible, right? I, and I watched the first game and I said, oh, damn, Dave's going to be tough to beat this year. You know he is going to be really tough to beat and then boom nothing you know and then that the injury started and,
1: all the working all oh, the game planning well, everything that you dave's, a, around. dave's
2: like me he's a 12-month coach yeah he works 12 months out of the year on his craft so imagine working all that time i mean that'd and be like gone. You'd, you'd be like the dude from the jets and rogers goes down with the achilles right yeah you're just kind of like what
4: I, 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 I felt his pain. I could see it in his eyes. I'm like, I know exactly oh, I know. what you're feeling brother Sell. I know exactly what you're doing right now. That's how yeah. I was back here. That, that's just...
2: That's at just the,
4: at the end of the day, you know, you have you have a group of players, and they're all important. But in, in pro football, with the way of the ground now, your quarterback drives everything. So when you lose that guy, it's tough. It's tough.
2: Yeah, that's,
0: I mean, I, I, I commend you for what you did and how you
2: did it through the rest of the year um, because that is that is an incredibly difficult thing to deal with. Um,
1: Coach, you'll have to tell me who Michael Kirby is, but he chimed in. We have a fan from Iowa good. In, on Branded here tonight saying, we may have lost starters, but we came together as a family and finished strong. There you go. Got to love that.
4: That is true. We did, we did the first... Half was ugly and the second half we were competitive and one of the games and, and kinda of got our feet back under us, but it took a minute to regroup after losing the quarterback and some of the other guys the Yeah. No,
2: that's
0: that that is
2: absolutely incredible how
0: you you came
2: through that. But their fan base is gonna, I don't know what's going on here.
1: Well what we have is they someone turned up the speakers on the television. Oh. So okay. Not only is uh, Dave coming in, you know, slightly delayed with some feedback there. We have additional sound that might be coming to the mic. And <laughs> it's like we're singing Row, Row, Your Boat here right now. <laughs> it's a right. bit of a round. Well,
2: we got good we got good guests, so that's saving us. So, Dave, Yo, before yeah. we let you go, is there anything that you want to say to the, the fans of the Arab, Iowa Burnstormers before you cut out?
4: No, not particularly. i just happy to be here and, and be a part of the show, and I'm, I'm looking forward to you being in the league. I saw the last draft of the schedule. I don't think we had best playing each other, but that could change before it gets finalized. And, uh, if we're not playing each other, we can talk a little bit more, maybe, than we might plan to if we were playing each uh, other. But, no, it's it could be a hell of an item for the season. I expect us to get back in the mix for the playoffs and, and coach that way. But we're excited yeah. for the season to come. Can't get us in the
2: Well, you know, brother, I wish you the best of luck. You know, and... Uh... As always, thanks, Bell, and uh, I'm glad to call you my friend, and, and I wish you nothing but great success here. Good thanks, luck
0: guys. That Appreciate you having me.
2: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye now.
1: How is Dave Mogeson, the head coach of the Iowa Barnstormers. We did miss some business. We were in such a hurry to bring him on. While we're in break, Lisa Hernandez oh, okay. won six flags passes for a family of four. Wow just by being here tonight and next time you come out here for the coaches' show that's, for that's Brandon, gift, it could be you next time around. And uh, speaking of next time around, we did have another fan come in. Dan- Dante Eldridge said he liked the drip. Coach Manas referring to the shirt and the hat.
2: Dante is one of our new players.
1: And we'll definitely be... We'll ta- talking about him shortly. Very, very shortly. And I, I wanted to remind the fans, and I guess ourselves as well, Coach, why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this coach's show again? Because there are reasons. It's not just because, uh, well, we like hanging out together on a Wednesday night. But...
2: Well, I think that, you know, the big thing is is that we, we as I said early on, we want to be transparent as a team. Um, we want... We encourage other teams to do the same thing, strengthen our leg, start communication early, um, keep your fans involved. um, And we'll talk about that with our season ticket subscription that went kabunkers. Oh, yeah. Uh, And uh, (laughs) we hit a volume that un is, I've never seen it before, in in the short time we've launched it. uh, It's exploded. So if they're willing to invest in us, we need to invest in them. That's by information right now until we can start playing football.
1: And we'll come back with the second quarter in just a moment. And our next guest, Mike Davis, head coach of the Las Vegas Nighthawks. And they have a lot of similarity between them and our program. And I'll highlight that as we bring him up next. You are watching Branded, the head coach's show. We'll be back with the second quarter in just a moment
3: dependability it's expected by our customers and it's demanded by me i personally guarantee the certified text we send to your home and the equipment we install are dependable John Wayne's American Pride comfort systems are designed specifically for San Antonio's extreme heat and humidity and come with a lifetime warranty. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72, plus get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For comfort you can depend on, call John Wayne today. It's
1: so easy to love pick and pull. Why? How about the largest inventory in South Texas? How about the ease of finding your part with our interchange and real-time inventory search at pickandpullsa.com? How about an organized yard and maps to find your parts, plus a shuttle? At Pick and Pull, we make it easy to save money on the quality used auto parts you need at a price you can afford. More to pick,
0: less pull from your budget, now that's Pick and Pull.
1: Welcome back to Branded for what is now our second quarter, or rather, these, the, yeah, the second quarter. We're in the second quarter. We haven't, we haven't made it through halftime We're in yet. it. It's the yeah. second quarter. And okay. we are well ahead, and we're ahead in a bunch of things, and I guess we'll get to another head, sorry, bad joke there, the head coach of the last, oh, whoa, 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 we got to add him, not remove him. Yeah, i got to change the setting. There it is. I'm, I'm new at this, Coach. A little, little, little slow. Coach Davis, the head coach of the Las Vegas Nighthawks.
2: Absolutely. Hi, Mike. How are you?
5: Good, Coach. How are you?
2: Good. I want to say something before we start. When when uh, I went through all my drama, we'll say, and I got, I finally, I, I ended up here. Um, the first guy to reach out. As a head coach or anyone involved with the IFL, was Mike Davis, and just to say, hey, congratulations! If you need anything, here's my number. Don't hesitate to call, <coughs> and I just uh, I thank you, Mike, for that. And uh, you know, if I can ever reciprocate, outside of a win, you got it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem.
2: <laughs> Not a problem.
1: I, I got to say, Las Vegas is a, is a team that. I'm gonna love hate throughout this year. I I love a lot of things about Las Vegas. They have I mentioned Iowa with 200,000 people as a population. Okay, Vegas has got a bit more with 65,000. But they have three other teams that play something called football in that city. The Raiders in the NFL, the Outlaws in the XFL, and the posse of the Canadian Football League. They are competing three, they're one of four competing for football entertainment dollars. And, oh, it's only Las Vegas. There's only something to do every single night. But somehow... You see the crowds there. Coach Davis, how in the world do you pull that off? Especially and here's the dark story. Indoor football <coughs> in Vegas, it's kind of a boot hill there. They've had the Sting, the Gladiators, and the Outlaws all come and go. And here are the Nighthawks.
2: Well it's the ownership too now. Right. And now keep in mind Bill Folk and, and Mike Davis there and and the ownership and they know what they're doing. That's a first class organization.
1: But let's have Mike tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
5: I mean, first and foremost, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. But uh, you know, just like Coach Manasse says, they, every team starts with first-class ownership, and uh, you know we have that in and, and Bill Foley and, and you know FPG Sports. You know, the secondly is um, we're not other teams we're on the strip. We're not on the strip. We're like we're about ten minutes outside of off, off the strip in Henderson,
1: just um, west we of a, Paradise.
5: Mm, yep. <laughs> We have a you know a brand new, what's two years old now, but it's still brand new, a hundred million dollar facility that's state of the art, and um, people love you know people love to hear when you talk about the Vegas Nighthawks. They 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 come running. Um, you know, last year we had the XFL, the Vegas Vipers here as well at the same time, and fortunately enough for us, we had a, we were drawing bigger crowds than they were. So um, our, we have a loyal fan base, and and you know they're Vegas is. And now everybody can see it's a sports town, and it's exciting time.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like going to Vegas, right? <clears throat> yeah. And, no, and the no, thing about looking it. looking forward to it. And Henderson's beautiful. I love Henderson. Uh, I actually looked at a house in Henderson before um, years ago when Henderson was still a lot of desert. And uh, But back then, and, and you knew it was going to get bigger and better. And, and the hardworking people in Vegas <laughs> – a lot of them live in Henderson so you you create that fan base you know they own the team in their minds as fans right so so that's that's a great thing so Mike let me ask you I'll ask you the same thing I asked Dave so to, you know you, you mentioned <coughs> the franchise you got great ownership uh, you got great facilities uh, I know a lot of teams are jealous of all the good stuff you have going on there
1: the production um, is phenomenal the light show oh yeah but
2: I'm, I'm talking about freaking all that i'm talking okay. about football okay <laughs> uh, you know we we have to we have to say yeah it's a cool laser show yeah it's a cool light yeah, we care about the football and when you have good ownership that's willing to step in and give you all the tools you need to be successful that mike and i have talked about this a couple times privately and we just said how, how do you beat great owners you can't it all starts with them and then of course uh, a, a coach like mike's caliber and then you bring them in and, and you know, you always kind of hope when you get those situations that things work out. And I think they will for them. So um, is there anything you want to tell us more about the actual football operation side of the Las Vegas Nighthawks?
5: Well, Coach, I hate to hate to correct you. It's actually Vegas. It's not Las Vegas. It's just Vegas. Okay, Vegas. Vegas. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Listen, I've only been here a minute. It. Sorry about that. Yeah, exactly. No, people do it all the time. You no, know, okay. I just think for us, it, it, it goes. You know, I think you can echo it across with the IFL. It's just as far as, you know, everybody puts on a, you know, puts on a great product. How people do it is completely up to them. You know, we uh, we're fortunate enough to to have a, a, a crew that that does. You know, we we have the Golden Knights that won the Stanley Cup, <clears throat> the finals last year, and and they right. won the Stanley Cup, and then. You know, we have a, a AAA affiliate called the Silver Knights. So when you come into our facility, you see branding for the Nighthawks and Silver Knights. Um, you know, they practice at their own, they have their own arena they practice at, and we have our arena that we practice at, which is actually the Dollar Loan Center. And we both play games there. So the football side of things, it's, it's hard to beat. You know, but that goes, and everybody has their, their quirks, I guess I'll say, and their advantages, you know? Some people for Vegas, it's hot all the time. People don't people don't like the heat, right? Um, and I'm okay with that. If that's the case, you go play in Iowa or, or Green Bay or something like that. But sure. I think every team in the IFL has an advantage for their their market and their brand and and what they have to offer.
0: Right,
2: I, I agree 100. Okay, so we were going to ask them some fun questions. <clears throat> yep. Right. Okay. Like. So, so they kind of get an idea about you. Um, what would you say your favorite football movie of all time is?
5: The program. Two for two. Two for two.
2: That's you and Mogensen.
5: <laughs> he said yeah, the I mean, same thing. You know, I, I think really I got two. I, I get the program and, and any any given Sunday. The yeah. Al Pacino speeches are priceless. So. Yeah.
2: Um, that's great. You know, it's
5: that, that's kind of what I would have to say.
2: Okay, um, if you had to pick someone who influenced your career, either as a player, or a coach, who is that one person that that stands out to Ooh. you? I know there's uh, probably, probably several, but.
5: Yeah, probably it started off with my high school linebacker coach and D coordinator, Vaughn Phipps, um, you know, just kind of taught me how to play the game the right way, Great. Uh, and, and which, you know, obviously got me an opportunity to go to Virginia Tech, and, um, you know, the rest is history, so it would have to be him for sure.
2: Nice. See, high school coaches again influencing young guys. Um, okay, so the kind of teaser question is: if you if you had to project what your record's going to be in 2024, what's your record going to be in 2024?
5: I've seen the schedule, so it's not friendly. <laughs> yeah. um, it's not. Um, I, I genuinely think we're a, we're a nine-win team.
2: Nine-win team. Gotcha. I'm putting that in my book. But, right.
1: but I did have a follow up to that, Coach. The West is a very, very, very <clears throat> competitive yeah. in the IFL—a very competitive division. Has it gotten better in the two years? I mean, is it just getting is just keeping better?
5: Well, I think you <clears throat> you look at, um, in my opinion, what drives leagues is quarterbacks, and I think nothing against. You know, the guys from T.J. Edwards is not in Frisco anymore. You, you know, you got uh, Moog's guy, DP, is coming off an, an ACL. But you look at the West, you have Drew Powell's been the MVP. Dalton Steen's been the MVP in, in Bay Area. You got uh, Daquan Neal, who we had, h- was has been the MVP. You got Nate Davis, who is undoubtedly the probably the best quarterback, besides Chris Dixon, passing quarterback to ever play in the IFL. Um, you know, you got, I mean, it just... It makes it difficult because you're playing against great QBs every single week.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Now you got Sam Castronova to deal with too.
5: Yeah, you know, and that's a good thing. Like I knew Sam from his his high his college coach at Bethel, so I knew about Sam. Obviously, he went to the NEL um, for whatever reason, and I'm excited to see how he does in this. In this, yeah, you know,
2: we are to, and we're excited to see everybody and one of the things that I was funny because we brought the coaches in this weekend for our combine and Resounding across the board. They're excited about going against really good coaches this year And I think that's the thing that if you're if you're a coach worth your mustard, you know, they they want to you want to always go against the best you know and um, uh, that that's going to be the most fun. It's going. There's some legendary coaches in the IFL,
5: and it's well. Be I just fun going you know, coach, them. I I think it comes down to, you know, you came, you've been in the IFL, you've come from another league, and you know, nothing against any other league. It, this no. is not to talk bad about them, but you know, you get in in the uh, quote unquote the arena style game, and you can run three or four plays, and hey, if you got better players, you're winning. Um, I think in the IFL, a lot of it comes down to adjustments and how you prepare. Um, you know, you can see a team that, that's run heavy one week and then they come out and, and go empty the next week um, right. based on what they think is, is positive and how they're going to win. So right. I think that's the fun gamesmanship part of, the, part of this IFL.
2: Yeah, I agree 100%. No, it's definitely going to be a, an upturn. Um, so we're excited about it.
1: 16 teams to watch. Eight, you know, eight in each conference, and only
2: one can take home the trophy. Yes, so that's how it usually works, right? So, hey, Mike, before we let you go, and thanks for spending time with us, um, you want to say hi to family, talk about your uh, your your tribe, if you will?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, my wife, I, have a, I have a six-month-old son, or we have a about to be a seven-month-old son. So he's a he's a little tank, and you know, my wife is a trooper because uh, um, so I'm, my wife's Canadian. Um, and, you know, I met her when I was in the CFL. And so we just started our whole process with immigration and stuff like that. So it's, you know, obviously behind every good coach, is a, there's a great wife. And, uh, right. you know, I, we can't do what we, what we do without them. So no, you know, hats 100%. off to her.
2: I, I've been on calls with Mike where I a the little guy. He's <laughs> – they got their hands full. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so um, – I guess I'm good. Any parting shots, Mike, before you
5: go? No, Coach, looking forward to it, man. Like I said, it's uh, it's fun times in IFL and it's only going to get better.
2: Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much for coming out. Not a problem. And
1: uh, did we have any questions
2: from fans? Did anything come up by the way?
1: Didn't have anything. I just had another comment from Jim Mernier. We were talking about owners. So owners with a proven track record. I'm not quite sure what he meant oh, he by meant, capitalizing A and in quotes.
2: Yeah, he's saying how great their ownership is, is a proven track record. Well,
1: I, I would also say that another thing, again, this is not on the football side. Having an NHL owner means you've got a marketing engine already there in place. You know how <coughs> to present. But, uh,
2: but you're missing the whole point, though. He didn't become an NHL owner because he's not a smart businessman right and it all starts from that and then oh by the way he owns this and this and this and this but the reason he owns all that is because he had the foundation you used a great line last week what are your assets a great owner is your best asset it's your best asset and i don't care what team you're on nfl cfl doesn't matter ifl if you have a great ownership group you're that's your number one asset, and then your players, coaches, and everything that goes after that. But without them, none of this is possible.
1: And you surround yourself with the best people you can get, and you get that kind of quality there organization. Go. There you go. And that's why Mike's there. We, there. Absolutely. And there we have it. Yeah.
2: Well, Mike, thanks again, buddy. I appreciate not you. No problem, Coach Ralph. Look I appreciate to it. You down the road. Okay.
5: Likewise. Thank you. All thanks, right, pal. All right. And
1: bye now. that's been Mike Davis, the head coach of the. I do not love these guys. Oh, they're awesome. Right, I mean, that's this is the brotherhood. And
2: I want I want our fans, I want all fans of the IFL to get to know these guys and to get, get comfortable in the relationships when they see them. Hey, coach, hey, you know, when they're on the sidelines, these guys walk up and down the sidelines like I do. And when you're going down the sideline and, and you're in opposing teams, I've been treated very, very well by a lot of opposing fans. I've been treated very, very bad by a lot of opposing fans, but it's because they're passionate, right? And the thing about it is is that you build these relationships, you continue to grow the league, continue to grow the product, and no one team can grow a league. And that's the whole point of this show tonight, is that it, it takes all of us to be involved in the success of others, right? And we can't be successful unless they're successful and have a good year, and Dave doesn't lose, what, 11 guys to injuries, and that's just you know, which is wow. crazy. And, and, and Mike, you know, has all these teams in his market and he's thriving. I want to know that for me. I mean, that's the thing I want to learn. And that's what, and the only way you're going to learn that is by talking to other coaches, talking owners talking to owners. You know, we had an owner in the other day from another team in the IFL, and he just stopped by. And, and we had a great conversation, and I'm not going to say who it was, but he helped us, you know. He was talking to James, you know, hey, here's what we do. Maybe you want to try this and this. That's what we need. Okay, and I'm going to say it until I'm blue in the face. We're a small fraternity. When we all quit acting like elitists, and I'm not saying we do, but if we don't act like elitists and we count on each other, we're going to have a thriving league for years and years and years and years to come. Yeah,
1: I've said this before. You've heard me say it, Coach teams on the field compete organizations need to cooperate right. because it this is in in the end this is in the end a, a product we are competing for entertainment dollars and right. it, it, the organizations need to work together to create the the, the unified product that everyone appreciates and boy, we come back with the third quarter. We're going to have oh, the we, got, we got
2: the big boss on the phone or on the line. So, yeah, let's, we're going to make sure.
1: Two top hands and the range boss or the, uh, range the boss. ranch boss. Yes. Yeah, there we go. When we return, that's yeah. going to be Todd Tryon. When we come back for commissioner
2: the, of the IFL.
1: For the third quarter, you are watching Branded. Let's see. You're going to pull that down. Again, wow, goofed up here again. Yeah, pull down the second quarter as we head into the third on Branded live from walk-ons here in northern San Antonio.
3: Quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word, it's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Carabas Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out at Carabas.com.
1: WELCOME BACK TO BRANDED, AND NOW IT'S TIME FOR THE SECOND HALF, AND ARE WE A SECOND HALF TEAM? WELL, TONIGHT WE MIGHT BE, Yeah. AS WE BRING ON THE COMMISSIONER HIMSELF. BEFORE I DO THAT, I WANT TO MENTION REAL QUICKLY, TIM KYLE DURING THE LAST BREAK oh. WON A TWO-FOOT BY TWO-FOOT BIG GUNSLINGER DECAL. TRUCK DECAL. AND IT COULD BE yeah. YOU NEXT TIME IF YOU COME OUT AND JOIN US HERE ON BRANDED. AND JOINING US ON BRANDED NOW, is the commissioner of the IFL? Here he is himself, Todd Tryon. How are you doing this evening, sir?
7: You know, guys, I'm doing great. I appreciate the invite. Well,
2: nice to have you, Mr. Commissioner. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know you're swamped right now with everything going on, uh, but we do appreciate it. And I want, I want our fans, since we're new to the league, to get to know how involved you are, the things that you've done for this league. Um, the reason it's growing exponentially the way it has, um, you're a great part of that, and we know that, and um, we want to make sure that you get recognized for that from our fan base as well. So thank you again for coming on. Um, I know we have a a couple questions. I know the the board's going to blow up.
1: Yeah, I know Keith Kowach from Gone Country Hats is probably going to ask, what hat size are you? So we can size you up. Oh, there you go. For the team. new gunslinger line. Not you gotta, that you'd be showing any favoritism. <laughs> no, we'll but. get it.
2: We, listen, we can't just get him a gunslinger. We'll get him a, a Yellowstone or something and uh, get him a cowboy hat when it comes down. So so what hat size?
1: Uh, a, a seven and five-eighths. All right, you that got that That is a King? very popular number around That's here. my size.
2: Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so, Mr. Commissioner, um, we wanted to talk to you about, first of all, we want to talk about the schedule. Um, how hard is it? Putting together a schedule with 16 teams throughout the United States.
1: Can you see it in his eyes? Yeah, it's it's That's a thousand yard stare <laughs> right there, right there. If you've never seen it before, yeah, it's
7: uh it it, it it's brutal. There's there's a lot of uh, moving parts that go along with it. Uh, you know, it, it's it's something that people don't understand. And you know, everybody wants to start that that mid March third to third third week of March, but. When it comes to providing dates, there's usually only a couple teams that have it because you're fighting hockey, you're, you're fighting basketball, you're state basketball, you're fighting state wrestling, you got state uh, uh, volleyball for some places, and, you know, you, you just don't have the dates. And, and so really it's about mid-April when, when you get the dates to where when you're dealing with 16 teams, you have to have eight dates available for everybody to be playing. And if you don't have eight available, that means somebody's sitting in a bye and you have to strategically place those buys out. Uh, you know, so people aren't having back-to-back buys. And, and and you kind of break it apart. There's two ways you can break it apart. And obviously we've got conferences to where you've got eight teams in one conference, eight in another. And, and you know, you're really focused on the finance side of things. So you want the conference teams to play each other so you're not flying all over the map. And, and so that's where you first start is, is you break it down by conference. And then you break it down, or a 16-game schedule. And so you take a look at the first eight and the last eight. And so you want to try to spread your buys out amongst, the you know, those two sets of eight. And, and then you're trying to strategically uh, place uh, some competitive games throughout it, and 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 then you look at okay who who can I uh, have San Antonio play out a conference to where it's an intriguing game? Right. Well, obviously you've got Frisco right there that that's that's going to be a a, oh, a rivalry for you. So you want to make sure you try and get a home and away with with them. You've got Tulsa that's just up the road, and yep. and so there's just you know there, there's a lot of strategies that go involved with, uh, with with putting it together. And then you've got you know certain teams that have requests where they want to. You know, make sure that they've got uh, a home game for Memorial Day weekend because, you know, they really do things the right way. And and some request Easter weekend and some request Fourth of July weekend. And and you just got to take all your requests, plug them in uh, where you can. At the end of it, not everybody's happy, but I believe we came up with a schedule. Uh, It's about as good as you can get. I I said it's about 97 percent. Uh, w- what it should be, and, and really excited to release it.
2: When, when is that going to be released? Do you know? Uh, yeah, T- yeah.
7: Tuesday, November 7th at uh, 1 o'clock is our target here. Nice. Well, okay, well, we,
1: we have a date and we have a time. Yeah.
7: Now listen, man, as, as I sit here and say that, I mean, it, <laughs> it, 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 uh, you, you just got to put a put a schedule put together. You get it approved. You send it back to the owner saying, hey, confirm this with your arenas, and right. and your arena comes back. You know, all it takes is one team. For the arena to come back and be like, oh my gosh, we booked a concert, uh, we lost that arena, and it's a domino. It, it yeah. absolutely resets the entire schedule. It, it takes about six to eight hours uh, to produce a schedule. Uh, I did many, many, many drafts, so I can tell you how much time. You know, the My family's thankful that uh, we got a final uh, <laughs> schedule because they're the ones that I really took the, the, the brunt of it.
2: No, I bet. Well, we, we dealt with that. It didn't throw in graduations. And then throwing all those, and you know, uh, civic events and state dinners and da-da-da. And it just, what a nightmare that was. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's part of the deal. It's a, it's a very, uh, <laughs> it's a job I, I'm so glad I'm not involved in. Uh, that That's for sure. Um, so what would you say, it, in your own words, is the most gratifying thing about, being the commissioner of the IFL, if you had to pin it down to maybe a, a short uh, kind of synopsis, w- what makes you feel good about getting up every morning, doing your job, and uh, uh, going from there? I guess.
7: You know, I, I would probably say it's the reason I owned a team. Uh, I owned a team for 10 years, and and you know I started as a player, and then I became a coach, and then I bought the team I once played for, and. And, and so I've gone through that whole process. And, and at the end of the day, what we're all about is we're a platform to advance your life. And, and you know, so many people advance it in different ways. And, you know, a lot of people come into this game hoping to advance it on the field. Uh, but realistically, it's it's what are you going to how are you going to use this platform to advance it off the field? And, and that's where I took advantage of it it's you know, I, I use this platform to network myself and, and meet people. And I end up building a, a large gym operation that made sense that when I bought the team, it was kind of my marketing arm for all, all my gyms and, and supplement business. And and so I'd say the most gratifying thing is, you know, to this this day, you know, sitting here walking around Sioux Falls, meeting uh, or, or seeing players that I recruited into the market, knowing that they turned around and, and, and met a girl and got a legit job and are contributing to the community. And, yeah, and, and so, something. you know, that's really the most gratifying thing is knowing that you're providing a platform for these players. Uh, and, and, you know, to this day that, you know, hearing the other owners talk about players that settled into their market and, and became, you know, pretty big deals and, and are contributing back to uh, to their communities.
2: You know, it's funny you bring that up. There was a when I was in Green Bay for a season, there was a player, BJ Hill and BJ legendary player in your league and in our league now. And he I remember I was asking him, I said, were you from here? nope No. I started playing here, then he opened his gym there, then he built his relationships there. I don't think B.J. played for a dinner ever. You know, he was an icon and he he was a transplant, I think. I'm I'm 90% sure that he came into that situation and stayed. And I tell these kids this all the time, is that when you come in, this is an opportunity at 24, 23, 25 years old where you can establish yourself this could be your NFL. This can be your NFL. It doesn't have to, you know, uh, you can get the same benefits, uh, maybe not financially, but you can get the same benefits long-term in your life. And look what he did as a player, coach, owner, gym owner, continued on with his businesses. And that's that's a great story, and one that these young men, I hope, are listening to, because that's great. So. I guess the, the easy question is, I think, you're, I think I know the answer to this, but I want you to put it in your words. What are you looking forward to most in 2024?
7: You know, how, how we as a league take another step forward. Uh, I feel like every year we've, we've been taking a step forward and, and any business. You're trying to, hey, how can we get better this year? How can we outdo what we did last year? And, I mean, we had a monster year last year and and we created a lot of new partnerships and brought some new teams in and and attracted some new coaches and 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 this year you know we we took another step forward uh we were able to to maintain all 14 teams and then oh hey we brought in what we felt were the the top two targets out there in in jacksonville and san antonio and and so you know we've grown to a 16-team league and and so on the field we're going to get better we we went from a 15-game schedule to a 16-game schedule and the, the the competition is is going to be unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, how, how can we take another step forward you know last year uh we partnered with the xfl we created a, a three or three-year relationship with cbs sports uh we introduced our ifl live which is uh, our, our red zone concept uh and and we created some other partnership what can we do better this year how can we get better as a league and, and that's really what i'm looking forward to is is at the end of the year uh, when, when, when you sit there and, and, and the game is completed and everybody's left the arena, you know, and you're just, you go back to your hotel room and you take a deep breath, you know, you, you reflect on what you just accomplished. And, and I'm looking forward to that feeling and, and, and seeing how we took a step forward.
2: Yeah, I, perfect answer. I mean, how can you give a little love to our newest franchise coming in in 2025?
7: Absolutely, Indianapolis. Uh, it's right. up there in, in, in Fisher is, is the name of the, the suburb of, of Indianapolis. And uh, that's where I stayed when, when, when I was up there we introduced them. And it's, it's about 125000 is, is that community. And they're building themselves a, a little sports hub there and a brand-new arena. And Indy Fuel uh, is the one who bought the membership into the IFL. So they'll utilize uh, that infrastructure. We've already got a couple of those going on here with, with Tulsa Oilers and, and, and Vegas uh, Nighthawks but uh, unbelievable ownership group they fit geographically perfect you know we, we look for four things when we look for for uh, new teams and, and expansion is number one the quality of the ownership uh, number two a geographic location number three is relationship with the arena and, and, and the quality of the arena and number four is the ability to operate a team those are the four things that, that we look for when when we look to expand and man they, they checked all those boxes Yeah,
2: back in the old days when we would have to go play in Indianapolis, battles, wars would be indoor wars in Indy. They've got great fan base and it's a great city. And if you're ever in Indy and you don't go to St. Elmo's Fire, something's wrong with you because that's one of the best restaurants in Indianapolis. It's it's fantastic. Um, Yeah, it's just that's a great market. They're going to do very well. I know they're going to do very well. and, and I'm sure there'll be more added. So we have an even number by next year. So because um, you think he has trouble with the schedule now going with an odd number of teams. And then you got Ouch. a real problem. <laughs> so, mm. but, you know, you know, and, and, and you you said something to me when we talked the other day about um, we doubled or what did what did we was it our viewership or what was
7: that? Yeah, our, your, your, our viewership on YouTube, the last two years, each year, uh, we've doubled the, the, the viewership, right. and I anticipate we'll do it again. You know, right. we, we continue to add, you know, big brands uh, to, to, to our footprint, and, you know, as, as we've introduced uh, gaming, that was another thing we brought on board this last year is our partnership with, with Simple Bet. This year, when, when our season kicks off, March 16th, from March 16th to the conclusion of our season, 128 games, every single game will be on some type of gaming platform where you can bet every single play uh, if you're into that. If you're not into that, you can bet uh, for, for prizes. And, and and so that is going to increase our viewership. And, and so, yeah, each of the last two years we've doubled our viewership, and I anticipate we should do that and then some.
2: Well, I know on behalf of Don Reckler and James Steubing, we're very honored to be in the IFL, as I, as I am. And we're looking forward to he said it what a competitive seasons ahead of us. Oh, you know, especially out west. Holy cow. I'm not taking anything away from the East, but we're in the west and boy, is it going to be some fun? Um, So, yeah, it's going to keep getting better and better because I think I think coaches, I think players are starting to realize, you know, that this is where you want to be if if you want to play true indoor football and you want to have all this stuff that the commissioners talked about as part of it
1: biggest names biggest crowds biggest Biggest events
2: you know and and the historic teams right right i mean the arizona rattlers the ira barnstormers you know just when you say those just and there's many many more but when you just say those two names um you know it's they're the cornerstone of indoor football so yeah it's it's going to be a fun year mr commissioner we appreciate you um, anything you want to, any parting words you want to give before you go?
1: We got a whole bunch of questions. For oh, you too.
2: St- never mind. We'll do the <laughs> questions. Okay, go ahead. I completely. Oh, definitely
1: give the commissioner the last word, starting off with our friend from Houston, Texas, Pete. How does the XFL partnership benefit the IFL, and how will the upcoming merger with the USL of, USFL affect that, if at all?
7: So how it benefits the IFL is it it, it gives you a fast track, uh, to, to to advance on the field. And when I say a fast track, when the XFL is looking for a player, uh, they they will look at our league first, then looking at a, a, another Rolodex. And and so I mean we we had so many players uh, sign on here this last year, and and the, the XFL also liked it because when they would release a player for whatever reason, they would send him back to the IFL and know he's still playing, know where he's at. And and so when when it came time for for them to call him back up. You know, they they know exactly where he's at. He was getting taken care of, and, and he was playing, and, and so that's how that benefits. As far as the merger goes, I mean, the merger is it's a big question mark right now. You know, right now it, it's they there it's getting approved uh, through it like. I don't know how the Department of Justice gets involved in something like this. I think they got better things to do. <laughs> it's but
2: probably the tortious interference that I, we always fear. I don't you know, know. They worry
7: about monopolies, or I don't know what it is. But uh, you know, there's some shuffling going on behind the okay. scenes as far as personnel goes, and and obviously the the people we communicate with to, to create this relationship is is trying to keep the same position as as they merge into the leagues, and you know you kind of got to let all the the dust settle and. And the people, that's the reason why you build good relationships is because you never know where those relationships are going to take you. And, uh, you you know, we we believe the right people are going to stay in place uh, to allow our our partnership to stay in place.
1: There are several questions around the schedule. Dukon from Arena Football Statement asks, "How how much does potential television intrigue influence the matchup decisions? Again, if at all.
7: You know, we, we don't look at the – I don't look at that. I mean, I, I'm okay. looking at putting together a competitive, balanced schedule that financially makes sense. And it's it's, it's a strategy that, uh, you know, there's some teams that you strategically are – I mean, their last game of the season is a playoff game uh, on paper. Now, listen, anything can happen. Anything can play out. You know, I sit here and, and you know I handle all the transactions and I see everybody's rosters and I see who's putting what together. And, and based on that, I mean – you know, there's some teams on paper that are more competitive than other, and because of that, they'll have a more competitive schedule. And, and so it, it, the, the TV side of things does, doesn't really matter. Uh, you know, our, our job is just to put the best matchups that, that, that we can so every single weekend you got something to tune into.
1: And Chris Vias from the Pirates, he's been trying to get in here with multiple questions, and I'm not trying to keep him oh, no. out. I'm yeah, not trying to keep the Pirates at bay, no. but he says Saturday game 7.30 is his favorite start time. How much did that influence
7: you? Well, he, he, he doesn't have kids. <laughs> that, that'll i tell him. Uh, you know, that right. 7.30, I mean, yeah, as an adult, I mean, you, you love the later start, uh, but we really market to, to the kid side of things. We're a very family-friendly yeah. product, and, and it's tough come 9.30, and and, and you've got a, a four-, five-, six-year-old sitting there that, you know, he's checked out and ready to go home, and it's only the third quarter if he kicked off at 7.30. You know, so that, that's what makes that that late late uh time zone a, a tough time to yeah. start our, our
2: our fan base loves three o'clock games
7: right you would said that
2: they love three o'clock games and which is nice because we're central so for a lot of the country well half the country it's a four o'clock game and for the other side it's you know it's a one o'clock game so it works out really well they they our, our fans love three o'clock games you know that's just, Okay, what else
1: do we have? James Bernier wanted to know, how far in advance do you need to know the arena availability when putting together a schedule?
7: So we request uh, dates back in, in our championship game in August is when we want you to show up with with your dates. And, and this year, I mean, we're late getting the schedule out, probably, I don't know, two, three weeks behind. And it's because it was such an odd off offseason uh, with a lot of movement that was going on. Uh, we've had a couple teams that have changed venues, uh, which, which takes a little bit for, for that to get into play. And so if there's ever a, an, an offseason to, you know what, let's don't rush the schedule out. Let's get it right. Uh, th- th- this was the one. And, and so, yeah, I'm a little frustrated that, that you know we're going to get it released here November 7th. But it, it, it still gives every team four plus months to, to, to get out there and, and, and get their seats sold and, and get their sponsorships. Uh, but, you know, James, it's, it's usually that, that second to third week of, of August is, is when we want those dates. Gotcha.
1: Following on with uh, what happens in the off-season, Texas Pete, following up, have you considered doing the IFL Weekend Review in the off-season?
7: You know, I, I have, and, and we're going to. Uh, I don't want to just do a show to, to, to do it. Uh, you know, we're actually looking at doing a, a, a reveal to the schedule here this next week. Uh, on, on on a show, but as far as doing a weekly show, um, you know, I, I don't want to waste anybody's time. I don't wanna, you know, sometimes when you show something too much, it, it, it becomes white noise and people quit tuning into it. And so right. you know, I, I learned that the, the less you say, the more equity in your words. And and sometimes when it comes to you know some of these shows, I, I you know kind of follow suit that hey when a show's coming, you know there's some, some big information and tune into it. It's not just something I'm trying to do weekly. Right.
2: Gotcha. Well, you know, we we battled with that here, but being that we're we're I don't want to say we're rebranding, but we're a different we're a different league, different coaches, different players, everything that we're doing. We just felt compelled to let our fan base know so they could be educated when they're getting ready to make their purchasing decisions for season competing tickets. Competing for and that entertainment. Yeah, dollar. we are definitely competing for that entertainment dollar, and we've had great success with it. YOU KNOW, WE'RE LUCKY TO DO IT, BUT I TOTALLY GET WHAT YOU'RE SAYING uh, IN RELATIONSHIP TO A LEAGUE-WIDE TYPE ANNOUNCEMENT EVERY WEEK.
1: Um,
2: OKAY, WHAT ELSE? ANYTHING ELSE THAT WE WANT TO?
1: WELL, JIM Jim WANTS TO KNOW WHO THE DANCING PARTNER WILL BE FOR JACKSONVILLE IN THE SOUTHEAST. THE DANCING PARTNER? YOU MEAN THE RIVAL? WILL JACKSONVILLE HAVE A DANCING PARTNER IN THE SOUTHEAST? I WILL ASSUME HE MEANS RIVAL. So, SO WHAT right. HE'S SAYING HERE IS THE SHARKS ARE GOING TO BE UNRIVALED IN THE EAST? Uh, you no, you they know, got Mass. I, I, Yeah.
2: Mass is going to be, Mass would have something to say about that. Oh, there's, yeah. There's, there's multiple
7: teams that's going right. to have uh, so, so, something to say about that. Yeah, I'm sure there are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh and Chris
1: Valle says he's actually agree. It's hard to do every week in the offseason. It is. And here we are. Very are trying. <laughs> We're, We're trying. <laughs>
2: We're trying. Anyway. But listen, um, thank you again, Mr. Commissioner. Appreciate your time. I know the fans appreciate it. Uh, around the league. Uh, we've had a couple coaches on tonight, which is great. I'm a firm believer in, you know, all of us uh, sharing is, you know, some information. Uh, so people get comfortable. I mean, how do you beat Iowa and Vegas? I mean, right, they're great ownership, great teams. Uh, if, if you were gonna pick a model, those would be two good models to start with. Absolutely. So. It worked out really well. We appreciate your time again, and uh,
1: that's Chris Kawatch says uh, seven and five eights got it. Get a hold, get a hold of me, Kamish.
2: Okay, so I'll take care
7: of you. Yeah, we, we can I'll, we, can put, take we yeah. can put that together. We can put that together.
2: All right, sounds good. Well, thanks again. Appreciate your time.
7: I appreciate it, you guys. Appreciate uh, you know I'll hop on here anytime you need it. So you guys uh, enjoy the rest of your night. ALL RIGHT, WE'LL HAVE YOU BACK FOR SURE.
1: THANKS AGAIN. THAT WAS THE HEAD COMMISSIONER, THE COMMISSIONER, THE ONE AND ONLY OF THE INDOOR FOOTBALL LEAGUE, THE the BIG BOSS. TODD TRYON, HERE ON BRANDED. WHAT A GATT. YEAH, HE'S, uh, YOU KNOW, HE
2: he JUST, HE GIVES YOU THAT COMFORT THAT YOU'RE BEING LED AS A LEAGUE, YOU KNOW. AND um, HE'S he's A VERY GOOD COMMISSIONER. HE'S PASSIONATE ABOUT WHAT HE DOES. I don't think I've ever called him and not reached him, and if I have, it's an immediate call back, um, which is great. And I had that relationship with uh, Chris Siegfried, too in the NAL. I thought he did a hell of a job too. But um, the thing about it is, you know, it's it's, you know, look at Goodell. I mean, he gets up for the draft; they boo him for 20 minutes, right? I mean, it's a thankless job, Absolutely. really, at the end of the day it. with the fans. But <laughs> I wanted the fans to know the guy behind the, the title, understand all the stuff he's doing on all of our behalves, all of the teams, behalves, all of our fans, all of our business partners, all of our owners. And when you hear him talk, the, the interesting thing is he sounds like a bu- he's created a business model that works in professional football. And, and that's what a lot of these leagues don't have is that business model because at the end of the day if you're not if business isn't good and you're not doing it doesn't matter how good your football is no one's going to watch it
1: well uh, tryon's had built two businesses back to back the gyms and the supplements so he knows well not only that he's, risk won, he's
2: won like nine championships right i mean you know the guys the guy knows football and played at virginia tech you're no slouch when that happens either so oh find you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should
1: should have turned it off. So I guess that'll take us into the fourth quarter. Fourth and final quarter. All right. Well, we'll be back for the fourth quarter when we return here on Branded. And I've completely not been prepared for this at all. So let's see how we do moving out of this one.
3: Dependability. It's expected by our customers and it's demanded by me. I personally guarantee the certified text we send to your home and the equipment we install are dependable. John Wayne's American Pride comfort systems are designed specifically for San Antonio's extreme heat and humidity and come with a lifetime warranty. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For comfort you can depend on, call John Wayne today.
1: back to branded from walk-ons 1400 pantheon away ralph jetkins along with general manager and head coach of the san antonio gunslingers coach manas while we were at break a game-worn player jersey was won by sandra lopez yeah
0: <laughs>
1: and a family four pack to six flags won by claudia Saceda. AND NEXT TIME, IT COULD BE YOU IF YOU COME OUT AND JOIN US FOR BRANDED, ESPECIALLY HERE IN THE FOURTH QUARTER. AND IT'S ALL GOING TO COME DOWN TO THIS, AS THE CLICHE GOES. We WRAP IT UP. Our, OUR FOURTH QUARTER HERE. WELL, I, THE BIG QUESTION, YOU KNOW, EVERYONE'S GOING TO ASK IS, OKAY, we SO WE HAD A COMBINE. WHAT CAME OUT OF THE COMBINE?
2: WELL, FIRST OF ALL, um, THERE WERE SOME pun- pundits ON SOCIAL MEDIA kind of poo-pooing the idea that teams are charging for a combine and right. know, how can you charge for a combine and how can you this? I, I how think can the you phrase
1: that. was cynical money grab. Yeah,
2: and, and I responded, which I no, normally do, and I gave a litany of reasons why we charged a fee. Um, but again, you know, if I'm going to hold a combine, I want to make it a professional football experience for those that are participating, right? So first of all, we rented an unbelievable facility in D1 here in San Antonio. Uh, Secondly, we flew in every coach that was available. We only missed one. But we flew in all the coaches, put them up for the weekend so they could help with the evaluation. We had multi-video stations going so we could film the entire combine so make sure we didn't miss anything. We had our full training staff there. We had our full marketing staff there with registration and operations was there doing handling that. We had merchandise there in case anybody who wanted to come could could buy something. We had, we opened it up to our fans. I think we had over 100 fans at the tryout, which is crazy. Uh, We had EMTs that we paid for to be there just in case. Nobody does that. Right, we we did everything, and then we gave them a probably a forty-five dollar dry fit T-shirt um, with the combine their no, their own individual number on it for the film, so we could identify the players as part of registration. That stuff ain't free. That's one thing, but more importantly. If, if we wouldn't have charged it, we wouldn't have been able to give them all that without it being something ridiculous. I think we had over 45 people, 45 players there that had paid and I don't think one of them walked out thinking they didn't get the full opportunity to make the football team.
1: They all got a look and they all knew they got a look.
2: Oh, they got, they got the look, they got a little coaching up for some of the younger players and experienced players. Um, they had very candid, transparent conversations with coaches I know I had a dozen where you know there's some kids that just weren't there I would say there's very few but there were there were several that probably are a couple years away from uh, doing one of those but they got the experience now and they know how to prepare for the next one Um, and then there were some that were very very close like whether or not to get offered a contract Um, but we offered four contracts at the Combine, uh, three of which have signed. One, I'm working on uh, some issues with him that are unrelated to him wanting to be here. He wants to be here very much so. And we want him very much. But uh, it's just, you know, and I'll I'll go through that real quick with you. So Nicholas Smith, um, I want to say he came in from Brooklyn, New York.
1: Oh, combine. he was the we were we were told He's there the was a guy that did the, who's drove built through.
2: like Apollo Creed.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like you said, drove <laughs> through the night like the other player had. Yeah. that you'd um, signed. He was our long drive story.
2: He is uh, a tremendous upside, a linebacker, um, great physical qualities, but also super coachable during the drills. Super uh, agile. Uh, you can tell he's a hitter. We didn't hit, obviously. But yeah, I, when he, he was coming he through was, that
1: 40, it's like, I'm glad I wasn't at the other <laughs> he, end. He was
2: pulling up <laughs> on a lot, of, a lot of the combat drills. Uh, so so uh, we're lucky to have Nicholas. Then there was um, Dante Eldridge, and Dante was actually on the show commenting about my swag. Uh, ah. But uh, Dante is a young player. Uh, he's I think he's only 21 years old, and... Uh, He's a he's a relatively young player, um, with a tremendous skill set, and his skill set uh, goes around jujitsu and football and oh yeah when it, when I watched him we put him in some one on one drills and on his punch alone he was knocking people over and I'm talking good people uh, actually <laughs> one or two that we signed uh, <laughs> and he is he is that good um, so. I think he is, he's a developmental guy that we'll bring in, we'll coach him up real hard. We love coaching young guys up like that. And I think he's nothing but upside.
1: So he's a name to watch out for, Dante Eldridge.
2: I think so. I, I think Dante, as long as he comes in prepared, he's gonna be very competitive making this football team. Uh, the next one, he was kind of fun, is Robert Fuentes. Um, Robert, uh, you know, he passes the eye test. I think he's 6'5, you know, 245, um, looks like an athlete. Um, and we get ready, and, and I'm, I had one group before them. And then the, the big guys came over, the defensive linemen, offensive linemen, linebackers. They came over to run their 40, and I was working the 40 station. And he got up, and he ran it. And I looked down, to the, talked to Coach McKinney down there, and I said, What do you run? And he said, four five. I said, huh? Oh, okay now bed for 245 and 65 and place defensive end and I thought well maybe they screwed up on the clock well there's three of them timing right so actually DJ uh, Myers came out and helped as well for the combine and talked to the kids about opportunity and then uh, he ran the second one and I said when you're down there tell me what you ran and he came back and he said I ran a four-five-three, so I'm thinking if this guy runs another four-five, I'm going to have him run one more. Now I had most kids run only two, two, right? And I said, no, I want you to run a third one. And he had just gotten back, and I thought, okay, I just want to see how athletic this guy is, or if that was a fluke. And he ran another four-five, so I think I yelled to coach, get him a contract. And we hadn't even gone to the skill set yet. Right.
1: It, it was real quiet. It's like, all right, are we sure? Is, is Coach serious? Is this bravado? And as soon as I heard him say it, I, I knew that that was. And people were scrambling around for contracts. We weren't ready to hand. Yeah. We <laughs> weren't and, ready and, with was, the pens for it that yet. funny
2: is uh, <laughs> the crowd went nuts, too, yes, because yes. they were watching this they unfold. saw it. And, um, you know, cream always rises to the top in anything we do in football. You you know, one of the things that when when I met my wife and we were we were just starting out in dating and relationship and I would have a football game on and or I'd be watching film or I'd be something and I would say come here for a minute and I'd say okay watch this play who's the best player on the field and she go okay uh that guy I go yep you're right. They stand out, is my point. So um, he stood out at that moment. And then some others were very close and we're not saying no yet. We're just saying not right now. Um, but it's amazing the talent pool. Um, I think three out of the four that we're looking at came either from Texas or the surrounding states like Oklahoma, right? So. It's amazing down here. The talent pool. I I made a joke to someone today was James from inside the walls. We were talking on the phone and I said, you know, you could probably get away with just holding three or four combines and that be all your recruiting. If you lived in Texas. That's how many football players are down here that are good. Um, Texas, Florida, we were kind of joking about it. Right. And and I, you know, the thing about it is these guys are so good. Um, now, you add that with great coaching, Coach Fuller, Coach McKinney, Coach Johnson, Coach Richardson, you add that with great coaching, and, and uh, I think there's going to be some special guys that no one's ever heard about before um, popping out, you know, and that, that's exciting stuff. And we, I talked to a couple players from the former San Antonio team. And uh, we had discussions also. They had come out and, uh, to watch and to talk and had some great conversations with some good young men. And you know, like I said, right now I think we're at, uh, I want to say 26 or 27, 27 athletes that I've signed since I've been here. Um, and we'll probably bring in somewhere around 35 to camp. So there's a few spots left. There's eight spots that we're looking at. Um, You know, I'd say eight would be probably the magic number. Um, Still looking for a couple of nice DBs to add to the mix. Always looking for linemen like every other coach in the country. Um, But, you know, you want to bring in the right guys. You don't want to screw up the formula at this point. You know, the guys we're bringing in are already starting to gel together. And um, you've got to be cautious of that, too.
1: And we've got captains, obviously, that are that are already there in influence. You mentioned D.J. Myers being there, talking, coaching.
2: Hey, I'll tell you right now, D.J. Myers, Sam Casanova, Cornelius Lewis, those are three captains right now. We're going to have a fourth, then I'm going to let the three captains pick. And, uh, and that's how I like to do it. And uh, uh, these guys all lead. Uh, Cornelius, uh, before I came to the show today, rang me up. He says, hey, I found a really nice young lineman that I think would fit perfect with us. Well, that's like him telling me, hey, I found a guy that can date your daughter, and i trust him. I mean, that's when you get that kind of influence from a, a player, the respect. You want to take what he says seriously. I said, okay, I'll, let me get some film on him. Let me talk to him. Let me do my thing. I'm not going to just blanketly say yes, but let you know." but he's conscious of who he wants around him. Sam's the same way. Sam has probably sent five, six guys our way.
1: They know what you're looking for.
2: Well, he already knows, and he knows my style, and they know how I'm going to coach him and, and what I expect from him and what kind of person we want. In the DJ's learning that now, and is, his, he's gone through that learning curve already, and he's like, you know, I feel like I've known DJ for 20 years, and I've known him, you know, personally, on a personal level for less than two months. Right. These are the kind of people you want around you. You know, if I'm going to spend five, six, seven months away from my family, I want to be around people I enjoy being around, and I want them to enjoy the people that they're around. So that's how we're trying to put together this football team. And I think when you do that, you know, it's you've heard these coaches talk about it. It's about having family, creating a family atmosphere, creating the right culture, doing all that. You didn't hear a lot of X's and O's. You know, um, so that's where we're at.
1: And so it, I think to summarize sort of what you're saying, if I dare summarize you, coach, it's about values that you have values that you share and common values. In the case, again, of DJ, there are things you may not have known him long, but there are things that he shows that he demonstrates that resonate and the, the, that proven out in his own personal life. And that's the kind of people we want to have around.
2: Well, yeah, it, it, if you take dj Myers, sam castanova and there's many more right there's isaiah hardy there's hardy there's harvey there's there's a bunch of kids uh, the vincent gregory's the i mean guys you you may not know yet but they're all the same way but if you take just those three because they're captains i'm talking about them this way and people give me so much crap like how can you pick captains now because you know them, they won't. Well, no, it's not that. They're the best of the best at what they do, professionally and personally. I call Cornelius Human the, the the best human I've ever met. That doesn't take anything away from Sam or DJ. You've met a lot of people too. I met a lot of people, <laughs> but, but I love Cornelius Lewis. I, I mean, I literally love the kid. And um, we didn't know each other before football, but everything he did was you know i know he loves his family i know you know i know that he'll do what it takes to win uh, but he'll also do what it takes for his fellow player and and do all those things but if you took those three guys and you put them in a, a bowl and you pulled out one versus all three you'd be happy with either one any of them they're all the same guy they're all the same character vision morals ethics family Uh, They're all the same people and you've heard DJ talk. We've had him on the show. You know, he talks about his mom, the Wolf Pack, you know, and and how she raised those three boys and how they did what they did and all that. How do you not love people like this? You know, that that's when I listen fans of the gunslingers. Forget all the hoopla, forget all that. Just embrace these guys, because I'll tell you what, you're going to be so much happier that they're in your community now
1: well speaking of other news in the community do we have any other signings or any other key news that we're prepared to talk about tonight
2: no no nope. nope. okay no Just we're gonna we're gonna wait sure. we're gonna wait on those four
3: <laughs> okay
2: and and the reason i want to wait on those four is <laughs> i want to give them their proper forum to be talked about
1: so what you're telling me is uh we've kind of won this game and there's no point in patting the score at this point.
2: Well, and you know what? Part of it is we're we're are doing rapid signings, um, but it's not by design. It's 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 about availability. They become available, we sign them right away because we wanted them and we've been recruiting them. But in the same breath, I wanted to let them have a little bit of the stage too. And, and that's the other thing moving forward with the show. We're going to start bringing on people that we, you know, we talk about all the big names and we still have a few big names to go through yet. We still got to get Kelly on here and we got to get Cornelius on here. And we got to get Hardy and Harvey and the big men out. I got to have my big guys on.
1: Um, we got to make a lot more room here for that. Nah, we'll do it on <laughs> camera because
2: they wouldn't fit. Uh, but when we do everything, I want to make sure that they get an opportunity to have their moment uh, because that's a, you know, we don't get a lot at this level. No. Um, so the one thing you can give them is show them the respect and love that they deserve as far as being the athletes they are.
1: And the sacrifices they make to play oh, this game. I don't,
2: I don't think people understand the sacrifices uh, an indoor football player makes um, to participate. A lot of these guys have good jobs at home in the offseason, and they got to get away to leave. Their jobs. Some of them are school teachers. Some of them are in manufacturing. Some of them are in office buildings. Some of them are in really high-paying construction jobs. And they got to leave, and and then have their watch their income go, you know, right. and and then leave their family with all that's left, and just say, hey, sorry, I'll see you in five and a half months.
1: And then go get beat up for those, those five <laughs> right. and a, five and a half months. And for jewelry. And you mentioned and you mentioned construction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's the start of the season when we start the season after the cold is over. Right. They, they, that's when the demand is. Right. And I think a lot of them end up taking a hit long term in their careers because they're not able to be there year round. And a lot of employers are like, ah, I'm not so sure. Oh, I've,
2: I've had I've had players tell me that their boss said to them. Uh, just remember that if you leave, you don't have a job.
1: Wow. And Thanks, then, boss. That's uh, so
2: helpful. But, but then here's what I say. <laughs> At 25, flip them off and walk out the door because you only have a shelf life with football for so long. And the one thing you don't want to do is be an old man like me and look back and say, oh, I wish I would have played another couple years or if I would only had this. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, man. You know, it doesn't work. Football players are perishables. We're we're just like a apple sitting on a shelf. You look bright and shiny, great, you know, for a while, and then eventually it's gonna not be edible, right? Well, football players are the same way. Eventually, your body's gonna tell you it's time to get out. Your family's gonna tell you it's time to get out. Your your circumstance gonna tell you it's time to get out. Don't ever quit playing football until you have to quit playing football. And, and I mean that 100%. Uh, and, and because Todd Tryon is a perfect example of someone who benefited from the game of football. He didn't say NFL and he didn't say XFL about himself. He said arena, you know, indoor football to the next level, to coaching, to owning to then opening his businesses and establishing himself. I can't tell you how many times I've had those conversations with players about you can have a very, very good life in indoor football.
1: It's kind of funny you mentioned the the playing and still wanting to play. So I was running ran by D1 just before coming over here. And Phil Yaw is at the counter. And he's saying, I, 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 it made me want to, because he was at, at the combine. and and helping us out there, that he he was sore the next day, but he loved it, and it just reminded him he he wished he could still play. Oh, yeah. Because the heart is still there. As I'm trying to get out of my truck,
2: (laughs) (laughs) I always feel like, you know, it's weird, because when you wake up in the morning and you have a combine, you're so excited, and you remember the time when you were in a combine, or you remember the time before a game, and, and then you walk inside to shave or brush your teeth and you see yourself in the mirror and go, what the hell happened? Where where'd those 45 years go? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I, I totally get it. But he helped us out. Uh, Ray, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you to your staff at D1. Uh, thanks for throwing balls for us uh, and helping these, some of these young men coaching them up. We sure appreciate you, yeah, and you're a legend, man. We, we, we appreciate having you in town.
1: We'll wrap up the game and come back with the meet and greet when we return. It's been All Saints Day, but don't go away. You are watching Branded.
3: Quality. Here at John Wayne, it's not just a word. It's our foundation. From the people we employ, to the service that's provided, to the equipment that we design and install, quality matters. For nearly 20 years, providing quality Texas comfort to the San Antonio area communities has been our highest priority. Right now, get a complete new system with affordable monthly payments from $72. Plus, get no interest and no payments for 12 months. For quality you can count on, call John Wayne today. For generations, the family recipes at Caraba's Italian Grill have been bringing people together. From the sweet smell of our scratch-made sauce to our rich layers of lasagna, we believe food made with love leads to tables filled with laughter. Dine with us or order out
6: at carrabbas.com.
1: Back to the meet and greet. Gunslingers win again as yes, we'll wrap this one up uh, in the break. By the way, Charles Munn won the red gunslinger hat,
2: oh, that's a good a, hat. in the
1: final break. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a new design this year. And if you were here, it could have been you. There you go. As we wrap this one up and send this out. Hey, Keith, again. we
2: got to get a cowboy hat to give away one of these shows. So just oh, saying, I'm Country. sure
1: he'd be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so what do we have? Oh, let's talk well, we, about. We did we have, have a, co- a
1: couple more comments. Chris Fias said, Lions are looking sweet. Oh, my Detroit Lions. Yes, the Detroit Lions. Hey, you know what? I mean, I don't know. Maybe you own a couple Lions up, up north. I don't know. No, It'd be tough on that's, them.
2: That's my team. <laughs> Uh, that's my NFL team. He's doing a great job. They're 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 really uh, what are they five and two now? I think uh, just unbelievable. Yeah, the town's going crazy. Doing well. Oh, doing well. Doing well.
1: And Jim Mernier says indoor football is about community, not corporate or corporation greed. Yeah,
2: that's that's very true. That's very true. So we
1: definitely want to thank our guests, and what a lineup it was, and. Folks, I have to give credit to my co-host here. He's the producer.
2: Did you have you talked about? Let's talk about um, Jim and the network.
1: The, oh yeah, right. I want
2: to I want to make sure that we give some love out to Jim and the uh, Inside the Walls network, right? Uh, that is now syndicating our show. Um, and We're
1: in reruns. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And it was funny because
2: the first one played and it was the one where I was in the basement. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're able to watch, uh, you know, if you have a particular player or an interview we've done, um, you'll be able to see him again uh, on that network. And uh, Jim shared a beautiful post. Uh, I want to thank him again. He's been a dear friend since I got involved with the N.A.L. back in the day and now uh, him Doing this for the IFL, uh, our team in particular is it, just—I I thank him, and I know he's going to broaden that scope out so other coaches can get on that as well. So I want to thank him on that. Then you—we um, got hit with some numbers, right?
1: But, right, uh, a few. Uh, well, let's James, talk. James look, told us a few.
2: Well, I'll tell—I'll tell the James one about season tickets first, and then you can go into our numbers relative to the show. But James and I had a conversation, and I don't know if everyone's paying attention, but the subscription service to our season tickets um, is going ridiculously well.
1: It's so ridiculous, we're not going to tell you the numbers yet. <laughs>
2: no, I mean, they're big I'm numbers. I'm not sure
1: you'll believe them. No, they're, they're <laughs>
2: like, in, in a matter of a week, um, the amount of season tickets sold has been astronomical. and. Um, we're not talking about nosebleed sections, we're talking about people buying them on the boards and in suites and and just because the subscription service is a fantastic idea. And James has been working so hard on getting that up and running. And uh, I'll just say this if for our fans, you best start, if you want a particular section or seat, you best start calling in and getting on that because I don't really think they're gonna last. And I'll be honest with you, I see sellouts in our future, um, and and I hope it happens. And and like I said, if this if this is any indication this first week, good luck.
1: And they haven't even seen a schedule yet. Don't wait for the schedule, folks. No, we're going to play eight home yeah, games. It, there's going to be eight games. Right. You're going to get eight <laughs>
2: home games. You're going to get everything. Um, you're going to have a super competitive team, a team you can be proud of. Uh, I looked today and uh, I got a a little snapshot of all the special event nights we're having. Um, I'm not going to be the one to say that. I'm going to let people like April and and Operations and James talk about. But, I mean, just unbelievable family nights, veteran nights, this, that, you know, all these different things. The giveaways alone uh, that we're going to be doing at the games, um, OBVIOUSLY THE PRODUCT ON THE FIELD IS GOING TO BE FIRST CLASS, BUT ALSO EVERYTHING ELSE IS GOING TO BE FIRST CLASS. COME ON, YOU'RE TALKING ABOUT DON RACKLER. HOW WOULDN'T IT BE FIRST CLASS?
1: Well, IT'S simple. GOING TO BE
2: FIRST CLASS. Six so
1: PEOPLE THAT HAVE BEEN COMING HERE FOR THE LAST TWO YEARS HAVE SEEN THE IMPROVEMENT AND THEY'VE SEEN THE EMPHASIS ON THE FAN EXPERIENCE. IT'S ONLY GOING TO GET BETTER, FOLKS, IF YOU CAN BELIEVE IT. And I'M A BELIEVER. AND SPEAKING OF GETTING BETTER, YOU MENTIONED THE NUMBERS THAT I'VE BEEN TOLD. Ladies and gentlemen, three shows in a row, every one of them over a thousand total News. impressions within yeah. one week. And we're also getting the echo, as you mentioned on that first show. And in that first show, there were some things that we said we were going to do. Uh-oh. you said we were going to do, and now i'm I'm going to hold us to it because we believe in standards of performance, okay? And one of those was, AT THE END OF EVERY MONTH, YOU WERE GOING TO TELL THE FANS WHETHER THEY WON THE MONTH. SO DID THE FANS, COACH, WIN THE MONTH OF OCTOBER? A RESOUNDING
2: YES uh, FOR MULTIPLE REASONS. THE SEASON TICKETS BEING SOLD, THE MERCHANDISE BEING SOLD, THE uh, the VIEWS ON OUR COACH'S SHOW. THANK YOU. YES, THANK ALL OF YOU. Um, <laughs> not only the people watching, the people attending, Um, all those things are are non-existent without our fans. All those things are non-existent without our fan base. So our fans resoundingly won October. And now our new goal is to win November and to supersede what we've accomplished in October. I mean, and and I just want to put things in perspective. You can go to a game with 3,000 people, or you can go to a game with 10,000 people, 8,000, whatever, and, and be arm-to-arm arm with people having fun, enjoying themselves, doing all that. You can make that all happen. And, and from a game standpoint, off-season, how do I win? Hit the like button, ask questions, view the show, do all that. Well, Jim Meunier wrote the column, uh, which we have nothing to do with, by the way, and right now, this is the number one coaches show in the industry. And people will say, "Well, no one else is doing a coach show in the off season." Well, it's yeah, not my fault. Yeah, and that's also
1: right. not entirely true because there are coaches. There are shows coaches shows going there's on. A, there's right
2: a, a lot of coaches shows going on, and we're actually number one in the industry right now. And that's because of you, the fans, that are taking time to watch. And you know, if you have ideas on content, if you have ideas on guests, uh, anything that you want, we want to provide it for you. Uh, Believe me, this is more work for us. Yes. But it's a work of passion and it's a work that we take pride in and all that. Now we're going to have, in November, we're going to have Thanksgiving coming up. When Thanksgiving comes up, I'm going to go home for Thanksgiving. Right, please. I've been here for months. (laughs) So we're going to go, I'm going to go home for Thanksgiving and and the week of Thanksgiving, no, we're not going to do a show week of Thanksgiving. We're going to let you enjoy your families. And enjoy that. And then the week after Thanksgiving, yes, we'll probably do a show just so I can tell you that uh, the Lions won again on Thanksgiving. But other than that, we're going to have new information by then. We'll have new numbers. We'll have new players that you're going to want to meet and things like that. And then we'll do the same thing for Christmas. We'll take some time off for the holidays. Um, I'm, I'm guessing we'll probably take from, you know, the week before Christmas till the week after New Year's and then come back and talk about because that's when we're in our final push and we want to make sure that we don't get lazy as a fan base, we don't get lazy as a, as, a, as a team, a, an organization, and we want everyone to be working hard and uh, we want to win January and February for sure.
1: Yeah, so we get closer and closer at that point. We're getting under 100 days and then it's the countdown to our first game and I right. can't tell you tonight, but we can tell you very, very soon. As the commissioner said, we should have a schedule released. He was shooting for next week. I've seen the
2: preliminary, and I will tell you, you you want to get your eight home games. <laughs> there are going to be some doozies, especially the last game of the season, which I think will be for first place.
1: And where was that here? Texas Pete was asking, "Do you have to wait for the schedule TO come out before buying season tickets?" No, no, no. You're no, you're,
2: you're, you're buying you're buying eight games, is what you're buying. And all that goes with that. Um, all the special events prior to the season, all the in-season events that, that only season ticket holders get, um, you, you're getting all that. And and it was from Pete, right? Yep. And, and, Pete, here's the other thing, too, is that, you know, just like your Netflix or your Prime or whatever you have, it's just, you, you know, it's a monthly thing. You don't have to come up with all of it at once. And that's what's so beautiful about this program is that, you know, don rackler and james steubing are sympathetic to the fact that hey you know it's much easier just to make that monthly payment than it is to have to come out with all that cash right before christmas but what a great gift right if you're going to give someone season tickets
1: absolutely and, and the, ex- and have the experience. 12 months to pay for it yep and, and then
2: be locked in on your price forever perpetuity yeah, yeah you know so trust me after we win and we have a great season and just because of the way things are, costs go up a little bit or this happens, but just in general to do business, um, your price never changes. I mean, three, five years from now, you're paying the same price you paid in
1: twenty twenty four. That and you're able to tell everyone around you, Yeah, I was here when yeah.
2: it's like those commercials where they're checking in the hotel and the one person paid hundred and eighty and the other yep. person paid ninety and they go, How'd you do that? And this is how you do that.
1: And now they know. Jim Renier with the one of the last thoughts here is this is the selling season. And f- from Texas Pete, he says, thank you so much. God bless you all. And God bless Texas. Yeah. Well, by golly, God that sounds you. like a good last word.
2: Well, <laughs> Liliana, Mila, and Eli, I love you. It's time to go to bed.
1: This has been branded for November 1st, 2023, recorded live on location at Walk-On Sports Bistro, 1400 Pantheon Way, San Antonio, Texas. And always, as always, folks, keep your guns up. Good night, everybody.